This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Ah, oh, you're crazy. And with your host, John Rush, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are here. Hour number two, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Chris Shemolinski joining us now. Chris, welcome. How are you? Numbers USA Vice President, welcome back. Thanks for having me back on. I always appreciate it. Now, before we got going here for this hour, top of the hour news talked about this big ban of migrants that are down at the south border waiting to get in is partly what we're going to talk about and partly what you guys watch on a regular basis. Can you give us an update on that at this point? Well, I mean, it's just a continuation of, of this ongoing border search that, that has been going on pretty much since January of 2021. Um, you know, we had a small, very short-lived lull over mm-hmm. the summertime uh, after the Biden administration uh, revised some of its policies. But but, you know, once the individuals that are making their way to the U.S. border illegally and, and, and the drug cartels found out yeah, that good point. really it's, it's business hasn't changed, it's business as usual, uh, we've seen the numbers jump back up. And, and again, the return of these caravans down at the southern border, people, people want to come in as long as we're going to continue to release people yep. across the border illegally into the interior of the United States. They're going to keep on coming. And we'll talk about HR2 in a moment. Before that, though, I also wanted to get your feeling on this. This is something that I haven't talked about yet, so I'm glad you're here. I was reading, watching some things here in the past, I don't know, week or so, I guess. And this makes sense. I, you know, Again, I can't verify this, Chris. Maybe you can. But one of the things that the cartel's doing at the border is they create hot spots, if you would. So in other words, they'll a, a diversion. So they'll have one area where it takes a lot of forces to come over and take care of what's happening with a bunch of migrants coming in in Section A, but all the while in Section B and C, they're running drugs and everything else across the border because all of our authorities are diverted to Section A. Have you heard some of those similar things? Absolutely, and this is something that they have been doing for years and really taking advantage of, and I think it's it's one of the reasons why uh, former President Trump pushed so hard for, for a border wall to get okay. built along most portions of the southern border. And again, remember, it is federal law. The Secure Fence Act passed way back in 2006, and that required 900 miles worth of fencing along the southern border. We still don't have mm. a lot of that fencing in place today, uh, even though we're, we're 17 years later. But, but that's, that's, the, that's what the benefit of, of building additional barriers on the border does. Right. Is it funnels individuals to certain areas, okay. uh, and then Border Patrol can focus on that. But because we don't have adequate fencing, especially along the areas that are even easier to travel, what happens is the cartels flood these huge numbers of people to one particular section. You have to pull in Border Patrol officers from miles and miles and miles 
to respond to this large group, and then they can use that yeah, that this, this vacuum effect creates these yep. voids, and that's where they're able to. Yep. The, that's where the cartels are able to smuggle in the drugs and the bad guys. Makes sense. Talk to us about HR2, which this stuff is really front and center because they've got to get some decisions made by the end of the month. Right, and, and actually big news today. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz, along with about half a dozen to a dozen other senators, including surprisingly Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, uh, introduced the Senate companion to H.R. 2. Hmm. So H.R. 2 was the legislation that was passed in the House of Representatives back in May. Yep. Uh, and, and what it does is it's, it just covers every single aspect of this border crisis to prevent future border searches from happening, closes up many of the loopholes, especially the ones dealing with asylum, ends the administration's abuse of parole policy, which allows them to catch and release illegal border crossers into the interior of the United States and requires all businesses to use E-Verify so these illegal aliens can't obtain jobs here in the United States. A group of about uh, two dozen lawmakers in the House of Representatives are demanding that H.R. 2 be attached to any funding bill that's passed at the end of this month. Government funding runs out on September 30th, so both the House and the Senate are supposed to have are going to need to do something in order to keep the government open on October 1st. Um, so in all likelihood, we're expecting them to pass a continuing resolution to keep the government funded for a short period of time. Uh, this, this group of about 20 members of the House want H.R. 2 attached to that CR hmm. uh, and, and, and really forces the hand of the Senate yep. and the yep. Biden administration to do something or to yep. shut down the government over the issue. You know what? Not a bad uh, plan or, or a bad play, I guess I should say, on their part. I mean, so, as you know, something has to happen. Yes, I realize we need to continue to fund at least portions of government. I will be the first to tell you that not all government needs funded. That's a whole other conversation. But if they can get if they can get their way here by giving a short-term funding proposition. You know, Chris, even as somebody that, you know, I'm a hardcore fiscal guy where I think we spend far too much money anyways, but if we could get some of these things attached to it and get some things shored up down south, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, and that's, uh, that, 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 again, is exactly the position that, and again, we know just because of letters and communications back and forth between the Republican caucus and Congress and, and House leadership, that it's about 20 to 24 who have come out publicly for it. But we know there are other members who didn't sign on to the letters or just simply haven't voiced their opinion yet and want border security provisions to end this border search also attached to the CR. They just haven't come out and said anything. So it really puts House leadership, hmm. especially House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, in a bit of a, a prickly position for the next couple of weeks. He says he's got a plan. Uh, I guess we'll find out at the end of the month whether or not the government is funded or not. Uh, great point. And, and again, these are things that, uh, I mean, this whole immigration crisis that we have going on, even if you're somebody that's on the other side of the aisle, Chris, you've got to be looking at all of this thinking, okay, wait a minute, time out. We're, we're spending literally, and I realize that a lot of folks on the left don't care about the money, although you've got to get it from someplace. I mean, you've got all of these cities even now asking for millions upon millions of dollars to house illegals. I mean, at some point, Chris, even folks on the left have to start looking at this saying, wait a minute, time out. Enough's enough. We've got to shut things down until we can at least even get caught back up to handle some of this. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of concern. Um, and, and, and not just amongst 
a rank and file Democrats who who are the ones that show up at polls and and, and vote for right. them to put them in office. But there's also been a lot of concern voiced by the pundits. You're starting to see um, some more of those uh, left leaning mainstream news, news publications start to talk uh, uh, against the border crisis. Bill Maher has been pretty vocal about about ending the border crisis, and 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 he thinks it's it's absurd what's happening down there. The problem is money talks and 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 a lot of the money sources on the democratic side uh that's that they want this they want this to continue and 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 that's what's driving it so most democrats in congress uh just simply aren't willing to do it because they know that the, the money gravy train will run out if mm. they if they start to speak out or support mm. legislation like hr2 great point all right how do we help you chris uh, well, <laughs> I'd love for them to come to our website, Numbers USA, or to follow us on all the social media outlets at Numbers USA. But I think the main thing right now is call your representative, call your U.S. representative and your senators, and urge them to include HR2 on any spending bills, any emergency spending bills that get passed before the end of the month. All right, we'll do it. Chris, again, Chris Shemelensky, Numbers USA. Go to the website. We'll have the link up in our uh, show notes here a little bit later tonight as well. Chris, as always, appreciate you. You're always welcome. Thanks so much. You bet. Have a great evening, Chris Shemelensky. And uh, I won't even bother spelling that. Just You'll see all the notes on our website a little bit later tonight. NumbersUSA.com is the website. Affordable Interest Mortgage is next. Kurt's going to be with me here at 5 o'clock. We'll talk a lot about the mortgage world, what's happening with housing and so on, and even what he feels is going to happen Fed-wise here uh, next week. So we'll talk to Kurt then. 720-895-0500. That's Affordable Interest Mortgage. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the Feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. All right, education is key when it comes to high-five plumbing, teaching you what to do and not do when it comes to plumbing. And, yes, there's education involved in that. Call them today, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High-five plumbing knows that your drains are out of sight, out of mind, until they back up. High-five uses a range of high-tech gadgetry to find out what's blocking your pipes and drains. From small augers to big rooters that slice through clogs like a hot knife through butter, they have the tools and knowledge to fix your clog fast, right, and permanently. High Five can solve your plumbing problem fast and educate you on what happened and how to prevent it in the future. Drain clogs can happen far from where you can see and for a wide range of reasons and causes. So when it is necessary, High Five uses a camera system to take video footage of the clog and show it to you so you can stop it from happening again. 
High Five also offers an enzyme treatment, which is a bacteria that feeds on organic matter like algae, mold, hair, and other clog-causing material to keep your drains running freely. When your drains are gurgling and draining slowly, call High Five for this at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE today or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing. One-stop shopping. That's what you get with Premier Home Remodels. Find them today at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels is the full-service remodeling company for your individual needs. Remodeling your home does not have to involve tearing down your entire house or even half of your home. Premier Home Remodels will work with you on any remodeling idea you have, regardless of the size, as they want to build long-term relationships with all their customers. They can help you complete a small remodel now, even if it is only your kitchen cabinets, while assisting you in planning for the future home you want when you want it. Premier Home Remodels will guide you to your end home goal and will incrementally work with you towards your dream home. With Premier Home Remodels over 50 collective years of experience, they can handle any size remodeling project. And they want to earn your trust by offering a free consultation and evaluation so you can decide together what is best for your home. To start the conversation for your home remodel, go to klzradio.com remodel. All right, up next, Level Engineering or Alan Davis. If, you're th- if you think solar is a good fit for you, Alan can share with you all of the details, facts, and figures as to whether or not it is. Give him a call today. And, again, you can find him at klzradio.com, or you can call Alan directly as well. And, by the way, he'd love to come out and actually visit with you at your home and tell you exactly what you need to do. 303-378-7537. Alan Davis knows that renting electricity from Excel Energy and other power providers will cost you more and more every year. The new solar energy financial incentives are exciting because they allow a homeowner who has good sunlight on the roof of their home to pay much less for their electricity versus renting that electricity from the power company. Now there's a push to install smart meters in Colorado homes too. And that means in addition to the huge annual power bill increases, We'll have even more to pay due to the smart meter rollout. That is on top of the fact that most power companies in Colorado have dramatically increased their annual power bills far past the normal historical annual increases. Now it's common to see 15 to 20% annual increases if you continue to rent your electricity from the power companies. Typically, those who get solar installed pay about two-thirds less than they were going to pay the power company over the next 25 years. That's money back in your pocket, and you get to determine your electricity future. Call Alan Davis now at 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Some of you may have actually taken the time I did today and watched some of the Trump slash Megyn Kelly interview. And I actually did. In fact, I watched the entire thing. It is, I will tell you in here just one moment once this ad gets out of my way, uh, it is a total of nine minutes. So I can't play 
all nine minutes here, and I can kind of give you a recap. I may play some pieces of it. Now, this particular nine minutes was really focused on talking to President Trump about the whole COVID response, what happened, you know, Fauci, just the entire process, including even the, you know, lightning speed of the vaccines. Now, um, did Donald Trump have good answers to every question Megan asked? I'll just tell you straight up, no, I don't think he did. She really pressed him on, you know, why did you allow Fauci to have as much influence and do as many things, especially as hated now as he is. And once we have found out exactly how evil this man, she didn't say it, these are my words, but, it's, you know, once we have found out how evil this man really is and how nefarious he was, why did you allow him to have as much influence and power as he had? And I'll be quite honest. I don't think Trump has very good answers to this. You know, Megan at one point even said, you're good at firing people. Why didn't you can him? And his answer back was, well, you know, he's a civil servant and I don't have any power over him. Lame excuse, by the way. I'll just call it as it is. Lame excuse. You're the president of the United States. You have the ability to kick pretty much anybody out of any job, governmentally speaking, that you want to. Even if it's not a out-and-out firing, can you get him into a whole different place than he is right now? Absolutely you can. Absolutely. So, you know, you guys know me. I'm not against Donald Trump any way, shape, or form. But this particular interview, as especially, I guess, doing what we do here on Thursdays with Dr. Kelly and Steve House, and knowing everything now that we know, I mean, I would have come back and said, you know, yeah, looking back on it, you know, I did the best I could at the time, but you're right. I probably should have done more. I probably should have done some more vetting. I probably should have listened to a few different people than who I was listening to. She didn't even ask about Burks, by the way. I guess I should have handled things differently when it came to that. He didn't say that. In fact, several times he talks about how, which I agree with, he put everything in the hands of the governors. He didn't do anything federally, which, by the way, I agree with. Although, once again, he's the president of the United States. Could he have had more influence even upon governors and said, guys, hang on. We got to get the, you know, the economy and things rolling along here. We, we cannot stay shut down. Get your states open. Could he have done that? Yes, he could have. He went, as to, he went as far as to say, which I just don't understand why he does this. Even in this interview, he calls out the Florida governor, Ron DeSanctimonious, and yes, he used that exact name. Why he does that, I have no idea. I know because he feels like that's going to be his main contender when it comes to the primaries, but you don't need to do that. And he basically said, hey, he, he kept... Florida shut down way longer than a lot of other states. You know, look at, you know, the Carolinas. They weren't shut down near as long as Florida was. Well, and then Megan comes back with, yeah, but he's got a lot older population in Florida that he was making sure he had things handled first before reopening. And by the way, that's exactly what went on there. Trump's calling the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSanctimonious. Folks, you guys that are on his side, Somebody, somewhere, somehow, please get him the message to stop doing that. It's not helping us even as a party for him to do that. 
there should be at this point in time no rift between those two. We're on the same team. You wouldn't know that by listening to Donald Trump, though. This is my big issue with him. That interview and what went on there is my big issue. If you want to watch it all nine minutes, go out there and do it. I'll put it in the show notes. And those of you that are really solid in his camp, please go watch it for me. Please go, please go view it and listen to what I'm talking about. It probably won't change you guys that are hardcore Trumpsters. It won't change your mind. And some, some have asked me specifically, if he ends up getting the primary and wins, and he's our candidate, will I support him? Absolutely, I will. You've got my word on that, because anybody with an R next to their name, I'm going to support. I will tell you, though, that I don't want him to be our candidate for lots of reasons. And I've, I've laid him out thoroughly over the past even six months. I don't want him to be our candidate. For the reasons I just mentioned, by the way. I mean, I love the guy dearly, but he's got an ego the size of Long's Peak. Pike's Peak. Name one of our 14ers. I mean, the guy's got an ego that just won't stop. That's not good leadership, by the way. And, And he was a good leader as a president in certain areas. He did a lot of great things for this country. And Megan even rolled some of them out. Supreme Court being one of them. But you cannot be a good leader with, and, and not admit your faults and not admit your mistakes in the past. And he's had some. COVID, by the way, was one of them. I've gone as far as to say, and I'll keep saying it, he screwed up royally in COVID enough that it affected his election and the outcome of. He should have handled things much, much, much differently through COVID than what he did. And I know nobody knew, and he was relying on people close to him to give him advice. But what you do when you've got so many things going on like that is bring in more advisors. Bring in more people to get more ideas that you can bounce off of, not just two people. Not just Bricks and Fauci, who, by the way, were teaming up against him. Bring in people that will really stretch the goalposts, I guess you could say. And really get the thought process going. You know, is this as dangerous as we think? What's the data really say? How many people really are dying? What do we need to do with our old people and our, and our elderly in the country? Et cetera, et cetera. I don't know if that happened. I wasn't on the inside. He doesn't talk about this in this interview. Now, again, this is an example where he could have said, listen, it wasn't just Fauci and Bricks that I was listening to. In fact, it wasn't just Fauci. I brought all sorts of people in to, you know, to consult me on this. He doesn't say that in this interview, which leads me to believe he wasn't consulting anybody else. He was relying on the NIH and Fauci to give him the answers. Wrong answer. Wrong answers. Uh, Producer Ann just sent me something that said uh, there was a tweet storm at Trump to fire Fauci. Yes, there was. Thank you, Producer Ann. Yes, there was. As a matter of fact, I was one of them, by the way, not tweeting, but on air talking about get rid of this guy. He's a scumbag. He is not helping us move forward as a country. Get rid of him. But yet Trump kept him around. Keep in mind, Fauci still has his job. Trump never did anything to eliminate that guy, even at the end. Even at the end of his presidency, he did nothing 
to eliminate Fauci. So the, again, I'm just throwing this out to you guys that are huge Trump supporters. H- how do you how do you defend that? It's a simple question. How do you defend that? And I'm not looking for a call and answers. You can text me even some answers on that, but I really want to know. How do you defend that? Look at this interview, which it's not a bad interview, but by the way, it's not a great interview either. And Megyn Kelly, by the way, he and you know her and Trump have gone at it in years past. And she was very gracious to him. In fact, gave him kudos at times that he just kind of brushed over. That he could have actually spent a little bit of time on, i.e. the Supreme Court and some of the good that came out of it. But I think he gets so uptight at defending his past decisions and things that he's done that he can't even take a compliment on what happened with the Supreme Court. That's an ego problem, folks. That is an ego problem. He literally didn't even acknowledge what she said about the Supreme Court because he was too worried about defending his position on COVID. When, in fact, he made major mistakes. Yet, to this day, will not admit them. So those of you that are hardcore on that side of the aisle, I'm asking, how do you defend that? Send me a text message. 307 200 Will Witt, by the way, who most of you have known from all sorts of things, social media-wise, etc. He's going to be with us, author of Do Not Comply. He should be with us here in just one moment. Don't go anywhere. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith, he'd love to take you to dinner. And also, not take you, but give you a gift certificate for dinner and look at your finances as well. And by the way, both of those are free. KLZradio.com. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial is so certain he can help you plan your retirement He'll buy you dinner just for the opportunity to meet with you. If you have investable assets and need your portfolio analyzed for volatility, performance, and personal and professional expenses, you need Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al has been in this business for over 30 years, and his listeners on KLZ trust him implicitly with their own retirement plan performance. With the economy making things more difficult by the day, you need someone to make sure that you're on the most efficient path to stretch out your investment risk and ensure that your goals are still in sight. For a limited time, Al is offering a free dinner to those who have investable assets and who want to reevaluate their retirement plan. Just go to klzradio.com money today to make a no-strings-attached appointment to come meet with Al and have dinner on him. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Stream Auto Repair, where they've got loaner vehicles if you need one. Also, towing and tires at cost, by the way. 303-841-1071. The hot temps around the Denver metro area are just getting hotter. And Extreme Auto Repair wants you and your vehicle to stay cool. When the heat outside swelters, you are at a much higher risk of your engine overheating and failing, leaving you stranded and waiting on a tow. You know to check your coolant frequently, but did you know that low engine oil can also cause your engine to overheat faster? This is especially important in the mountains where your car is driven much harder than on flat ground. Simple things like regular oil changes done on time with Extreme Auto Repair can help protect your engine and keep you safe. In the harsh and ever-changing Colorado weather, it's important to make sure that your car is always in tip-top shape. 
and Extreme Auto Repair will help you make that happen. Appointments are required for services and inspection. So to schedule your visit to Extreme Auto Repair, go to klzradio.com slash extreme today. KNR Home Transitions, two realtors for the price of one. They really want to take the stress out of buying or selling a home. Find them today at klzradio.com. You're stuck. You need to sell that house. Inflation means a remodel is going to cost a fortune, and high interest rates means your price is spiraling by the day. KNR Home Transitions uses a revolutionary new service called ReUp to do it all for you. ReUp will remodel your home at no upfront cost and split the profit with you when the home sells. Think about it. Sure. You could remodel the place yourself, put in the work, hire and pay the contractors, clean the messes, and market it online yourself. But your time is valuable, and you don't have months to do it and foot the bill for the work up front. You want your place sold now and for what you feel it is worth. K&R knows your market. They know what sells, and they can be a one-stop shop so you can go about your life without worrying about the stress that comes with doing a remodel to sell. Get started now by going to klzradio.com home or call them at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we're back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Will Witt, joining us now, editor-in-chief of the Florida Standard. And you've seen Will all over the place, at least Will. I have. I've followed you for a while. Author of Do Not Comply, Taking Power Back from America's Corrupt Elite. Welcome back to Rush to Reason. How are you, sir? I'm great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Always a joy to hear from you. We don't really talk enough, actually, but I know you've got a lot going on. So talk about this book, Do Not Comply. Well, first of all, you have me missing Colorado. I get this 303 number calling me. You know, that's where I'm from, so, especially with this Florida heat. So, uh, Well, uh, it's a little bit rainy today. Not bad. We've had, as you know, kind of a rainy, you know, we had really a rainy spring and, and not, actually a very nice summer and uh, un- un- despite what everybody would say about "quote unquote" climate change, well, we've had a really nice summer here. <laughs> That's good to hear. Yeah, I'll actually be back. I'll be speaking in Boulder for my book tour on uh, October third. Nice. So if anyone's in the area, that's at seven p.m. In, in, in Boulder. You know, so, tell you what, so Will. I, as we get a little closer to that, please give me all the details. I'll put that stuff up on our website. We can throw some things out even here on air. I'd love to help you out with that. So just let me know, and we'll do I'd that. I love that too. Oh, thank you so much. Be more than willing to. Just send me all that stuff and we'll do it. All right, so let's talk about the book, Do Not Comply, Taking Power Back from America's Corrupt Elite, and Man Alive, Are They Ever? Yes, they are. And let me tell you, I was working on this book about a year ago, and it was funny talking to people. I'd say, well, is Do Not Comply still going to be relevant? Are people still going to be talking about it? Oh, yes. It is very Even more so. Even more so, it seems. Especially you have Biden coming now saying maybe new mask mandates. Fauci saying the same. Yep. Everyone's lining up for their tenth booster again. That's ridiculous. I mean, absolutely ridiculous. And even aside from COVID, because I didn't write this book just about COVID and not complying. It's about all of these things that the bureaucrats, the politicians, the corporations, all of them want you to comply with something, some sort of agenda. And this book is about refusing to be a slave, refusing okay. to be a slave to the people who want control total dominion over your life to mold you into some brave new world type of being. And you cannot be that type of person. You have to be an individual who stands up against these kinds of things. Okay, so 
practical, and I have not read the books. You'll have to tell me whether this is in the book or not. I get questions all the time on this as to how do we practically do this, you know, stand our ground, not comply. You know, I, I'm also a business owner myself, Will, and I understand the – and I'm very respectful of businesses having the power to set whatever policy in their own business they want. In fact, I'll go as far as to say I don't even care, Will, if people discriminate. We now have social media, the Internet. If businesses do things they shouldn't, things will handle themselves. So I really could care less how a business handles those things. I do believe in the – power of that business to do whatever they feel fit, including not making wedding cakes, not doing weddings for, you know, you know, gay individuals or transgenders or whatever. I mean, again, the free market will handle itself. So I'm a big one on that. So if a business says you got to wear a mask, well, then I have the right to just go shop elsewhere. Mm-hmm. How do we handle yeah. that, though, in a practical way without being a jerk about it? Well, it's that's difficult with the not being a jerk bar. I don't want to tell any of your listeners to not be a jerk, but I do know that when I lived in Los Angeles for the COVID pandemic, so-and-so pandemic, and I'd walk into a store with no mask, there would be people telling me to wear a mask every time I went in. And I would just have to say no all the time. And if they're going to threaten to call the security, call the police and call the police, call the security. You know, I, I, I can't. And by the way, I think you can do that. And I've seen some of the videos. You can do that and be politeful and nice and not be a jerk, but stand your ground. Of course. Yeah. I mean, they were saying I'd have to go to this restaurant. I'd have to have a vaccine card. And they'd say, you know, no, you can't come in here. And I'd usually just find a way to finagle with a waiter who likes me and come in, you know, like whatever you have to do to to not comply with these people is what you have to do because there's so many things in your life that you can do that are easy. And that is how you become this slave to these people by complying. That's right. You become the slave by saying, I'm going to take the wide path instead of the narrow path. I'm going to make the easy choice instead of the hard choices. People are so worried about what everyone else around them thinks about them instead of what the truth is that, They'll comply any nine times out of ten because it just makes their life a lot easier. So I know that's not maybe the most practical solution you're looking for, but you know we could go more into practicality. But just as an overarching theme, you have to make the difficult choices and you have to do the hard thing if you want anything to change. Yeah, and I think you know I use this example, uh, and I've used it in the past, and I'll keep using it. A situation where. Uh, my son and my grandson, he was under the age of four at that time, and they went to Costco to shop, and the manager there was just absolutely adamant that the four-year-old, my grandson, wear a mask. Of course, that wasn't going to pan out very well for a four-year-old, so my son actually you know, had a little bit of a conversation with the manager, but then went ahead and emailed the president of Costco, which, by the way, to you know the president's uh, credit will got an email back and actually got an apology that that manager didn't handle things correctly. They'll address it, blah, 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 blah. Point being, if we don't do more of that, those things just run rampant. Of course, yeah. I mean, usually you would have someone who has a kid and they just say, okay, fine, we'll put on our mask. Even if they don't believe it, they'll do it. You had all these people get COVID vaccines so that they could travel right. across the world. For, Correct. You know, who knows why, but they didn't actually believe in it. They just wanted to travel. That is not right. You Agreed. don't take a vaccine because you want to travel that someone is forcing you to take. You don't wear a mask because someone is forcing you to do it so you can get a burrito at Chipotle. Good that's, point. that's not why we do things that's as, great. as yep. freedom-loving people. You're right. As soon as you give up a little bit of freedom, then yep. you're at the risk of losing all of it. It's like it's like with our taxes. Like you, Right now, they take 
let's say, 5%. Well, if it's morally okay for them to take 5%, why not 10%? Why right. not 50%? That's why right. not 100%? That's right. As soon as you give up anything, then you are losing the ground on saying they can take everything. That's exactly right. Uh, and, of course, my biggest pet peeve always was the people where, you know, you'd be outside and you'd get the stink eye because you didn't have a mask on and somebody else did. And I would just look back at them like, you're the dodo head here, not me. You're outside uh, number one, they don't work inside. They definitely don't work outside. But if you want to be a weirdo and wear one, be my guest. But I'm not. And again, you can say those things in a very nice, polite manner, get your point across. And I don't know how that's going to go this time around, Will, because I do think that this time around we've got so many more people that just saw the draconian measures the last go around have even seen the repercussions of vaccines and what's going on there. And I do think there's been maybe a slight, I don't know about a full wake up call, but a slight wake up call to even folks that maybe before were in the middle willing to comply that this time around are going to say, yeah, you know, that didn't work out so well last time. I'm not participating. Oh yeah. I think you're definitely right there that there has been a wake up, but I think hearkening back to what I said just a little bit ago, if someone is not going to be allowed to go to the grocery store without wearing a mask, they're going to keep a dirty mask in their car yep. and put it on right. just like everyone else, even if they know that it's wrong. True. You know, it's like True. in World War II, you had these, these German police officers who would go and murder all these Jews. I forget the name of the battalion, but they go and murder all these Jews. 85% of them believed what they were doing was wrong, but they did it anyway. Mm. They went in, and this is worse than wearing a mask. Very well said. In, in public, they went and killed all of these, mm. these people, thousands and thousands of people, but they did it anyway because they were told to. Yeah. And they did it over and over again. So uh, I think that even if people know the truth, they're going to take the easy way. Now, that's not to say that there can't be heroes who emerge and try and get these things taken away and, and, and do amazing things and be brave. But when you just look at it from a massive population standpoint, it makes it difficult to have a whole lot of faith in the American people. I saw a video last night, and I thought this was interesting. And the point of this video was... We tend to look at things through one lens only, and we don't open our eyes to look at things in a, in a more wide-angled way, I guess you could say. And here's the, the riddle that this particular gentleman used. You're probably going to know the answer if you do tell me. If not, we'll talk about this. But a man starts at home jogging, takes a left turn, takes another left turn, takes another left turn to come home to two masked men standing at home, who are the two masked men? Hmm. I don't know. Okay, let me give you a hint. And again, because most people are thinking, okay, the guy takes out of his driveway, he runs down the block, turns left, goes a little further, basically makes a big circle, comes back home. Uh, well, let me give you one little slight change of perspective. Think a bat and a ball. Think a bat and a ball? Think a bat and a ball. So think baseball. Two masked men? The catcher and the umpire. Oh, the he just hit a okay. home run. <laughs> See, now you're making me look dumb on your show. No, point being, <laughs> the point being is we yeah. all tend to look at things in one particular lens without opening our our. Our vision, I guess you could say, to think things through in a different manner. And by the way, what I just explained is exactly what the powers that be do to us on a daily basis. They get us to think in only one direction, therefore making us comply. Yes. And luckily, I get 
paid to talk about politics, not sports. <laughs> well, you know, okay, to, to, to give you a little bit of, um, of grace, I sat there last night, and my wife was sitting next to me, and I'm like, I don't have the foggiest idea. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. And literally, I, I spent probably, I don't know, five, seven minutes because I didn't want this thing to, to you know, I didn't want it to go anywhere. I wanted to know what was the riddle. So I, I paused it because I didn't want the answer. So I thought and I thought and I thought. And I finally, it finally dawned on me, wait a minute, time out. Quit thinking about a guy jogging around the block. Let's think of something different. And I thought, two masked men, two masked men. The only two masked men at home would be a catcher and a umpire, and then I thought baseball, and then as I hit play and listened to the rest of it, that was the, that was the answer. But trust me, I didn't get it right off the bat either. Well, I guess that's emblematic to the world that we live in, but not everyone gets it right away. Well, and again, this, this guy's point was, this is how the left controls things, even in education, because they get you to think about things in only one way, not any others. Oh, that's, of course, definitely true. I mean, look at the climate change movement and all the stuff with gender and the Correct. Black Lives Matter. If they control the entire narrative around it and are able to just funnel that down everyone's throat at, at any point, all the times during the day. I mean, when 20 years ago, when did you ever hear someone say transgender? You didn't. Never. You never. didn't. And, and now you can't go five minutes, literally five That's minutes, right. without going on social media and seeing someone saying That's right. transgender. That's right. And that is a complete fault that they have controlled it to this extent. It shows, first of all, how conservatives have dropped the ball on the narrative, and it shows yep. also how ferocious and unflinching the left is when it comes to controlling people. Well, and that what you just said on the transgender issue is exactly the example I gave with the baseball analogy. That's exactly what they've done there. Oh, 100%. It, it, they, it, I mean, to think that you can be born a different gender is, and they have convinced people. It's lunacy. It's, not an intel- it's, it's absolute not an lunacy, Will. Of course. Of course. And intellectual people don't talk about whether or not. This is like, like talking about not complying. You are complying if you are trying to have conversations to justify why it's true. It's almost like you can't be having these types of conversations with people who are uh, who are trying to convince you of something that is so erroneously not accurate. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's like you're not arguing on the same plane Agree. at that point. Agree. And, and by the way, that is by design because they don't want those people thinking the same way you and I do. That's exactly right. And it's also in the fact that these people don't care about hypocrisy. They don't care about logic. They care about power. Yep. You know, it can be it can be immoral for some some leftists to have a gun to your face and you can say that's immoral, that's wrong, and they still shoot you because that's what power is. That's exactly power right. is what matters to these people. Exactly. It's not so much about proving that they have the logical sound argument. It's about having power over your life. Yep. And so that's why these types of discussions like when it came to the Trump indictment things and we have all these people arguing about, you know, he didn't break the law, uh, he didn't do this, he didn't do that. It's like, to me, it's not about whether or not he broke these bogus, stupid laws that they're, they're indicting him over or did this certain thing. It's about a political witch hunt that's right. trying to destroy him. Exactly, before. yes. Like, that is way more Fully important agree. than, than the, yep. the logic behind his legal. 100%. Issue. All right, uh, author of Do Not Comply, Will Witt, Taking Power Back from America's Corrupt Elite. Will, where do they get the book? You can get the book, Do Not Comply, anywhere books are sold. Amazon, okay. Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and you can follow me on social media anywhere at The Will Wit. 
Okay, and when will you be in Boulder again? I'm going to put this in my notes, and I'll make sure we get back in touch with you prior to that. October 3rd, I'll be at CU Boulder. Okay, October 3rd. All right, and we'll get more info on that and get that out to folks. They can go up and say hi to you while you're there as well. So, we, Well, thank you. I appreciate you very much and appreciate your time. Anytime you want to come back, let me know, sir. Hey, God bless you, John. Thank you too, you so Will. Much. Appreciate you very much. Have a great evening. American National Insurance is next. And Paul Lumerger would love to help you with your insurance needs. And by the way, making sure you're properly insured and saving the most money at the same time. 303-662-0789. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way. Saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. Make sure that your estate is in order, 720-394-6887. There's an old superstition that some people believe that says that if you start planning your estate or completing a will, it could lead to death of the signer. Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, wants you to know that he has never, not one time, caused a person signing their will to meet an untimely demise. Michael comes to you, so there's no chance of a car accident or other fatal trauma. He is so sure that he will not cause your death that he will guarantee that talking about your death will not welcome it or your money back. In fact, Michael Bailey is proof that it won't because he talks about death every day with clients and he's still alive. There are plenty of flimsy reasons to put off getting your affairs in order, but fear that it will trigger your death is not one of them. So reach out to the mobile estate planner, Michael Bailey, today. Go to klzradio.com slash estate and fill out a short form that he promises will not cause you to perish prematurely. All right, Ridgeline Auto Broker. Some of you, by the way, that may be looking for a really great four-wheel drive, he has got one of the cleanest early Rubicons, low miles that you've ever seen. It is clean as a whistle. Find that at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. 
Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. Hey, do you know that you could possibly save enough money in the next couple of years on your gas bill by just buying, by the way, a upgraded high-efficiency furnace? And by the way, I would get that done sooner than later. You never know what this particular administration is going to do when it comes to your furnace as well, since it's gas-powered, by the way. 303-656-5467. That's Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. Father and son, Doug and Hunter, and the team at Cub Creek Heating and AC know what good old-fashioned integrity means. They've been in business since 1997, and they approach service the same way they did when they started. They look at every job like it's their own home because they always want to be sure they can sleep at night with a clear conscience. They don't go for upsells. They give you options, and you can decide what's right for you. Cub Creek breaks down your charges in an itemized list while they're in your home to avoid surprises. That's why when people want a second opinion on their HVAC needs, they call Doug and Hunter at Cub Creek Heating and AC. And most importantly, Doug and Hunter are not only technicians, they are craftsmen and they take incredible pride in their work. That's why they're proud exclusive Ream Heating and Cooling Pro Partners. Contact Doug and Hunter of Cub Creek Heating and AC today by going to klzradio.com slash HVAC. All right, Roof Savers of Colorado. Actually, I was texting Dave just a moment ago from there and because he does all of my roof work and so on. So anything you need when it comes to your roof, by the way, previous damage, things that have happened this summer, get it inspected. If it needs replaced, he can do that. Plus, extend the life with the Roof Max product. 303-710-6916. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916 or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And that, yeah, that last little segment with Will, by the way, I used that example not to you know, throw Will under the bus by any means. Charlie was in here looking at me like, I have no idea what the answer is either. The idea was, and Charlie and I talked about this during the break, It just shows you how conditioned we can get when it comes to certain things that we look at. In this case, that riddle was, we're thinking home as in 
your house. So the man left home running, got a little ways, took a left, got a little further, took another left, got a little further, took another left, got all the way home to find two masked men there. Again, that's a definition of a home run. He's running the bases, comes home to the umpire and the catcher because they're wearing masks, of course. We, though, automatically in our mind think, oh, he's running down his driveway or his front steps, and he takes a left and another left and another left. And point being, we're conditioned to think certain ways with certain words. We don't think of home being home plate. Now, if we'd have said house, of course, then it would have been completely different and you couldn't have used the baseball analogy because we think home as our house, even though home plate is home plate. Charlie mentioned it or likened it to this. You're going to hear a lot more people using the term unhoused versus homeless. And pretty soon, if we're not careful, by the way, it will become the new name for homelessness. Unhousedness, I guess you could say. Same thing, by the way, is happening in social media where you can't use the word dead or died. The term now is unalive. It's goofy, and I have no idea why we do some of these things, because to me, homeless is homeless. Unhoused, I guess you could say you're unhoused, but no, you're homeless. Now, I don't know why we want to change the definition. I have no clue. But it goes back to even some of the things Will was talking about when it comes to this, we have to take the power back, even when it comes to some of the things that we're mentioning here in regards to words. I think it's even important for us to not allow certain words to get changed. The more we allow them to get changed, the more of this influence that we're talking about even with Will starts to happen. So we have to be really careful even in what words we allow to come in and replace other words that may have been used for a very, very long time. So food for thought. And again, yeah, wasn't doing that to by any means throw Will under the bus. Will, if you're still listening, I appreciated your time and it was a fun exercise and it proved a point. Because by the way, Will on the IQ smartness level is like 10 times smarter than I'll ever think of being. So I can tell you that right now. That guy is a brainiac and way smarter than me. It just shows you though the conditioning that can happen no matter what level of wisdom-wise or smartness-wise we're at. Probably the best way for me to say that. All right, got another hour coming your way. Kurt's going to step in here, Kurt Rogers, and join me in a minute, so don't go anywhere. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.